Hey, you don't look like Eric. Josh? Is, <laughs> what, what What is happening here? I don't even understand. Yeah, I, I got a new hairdo. I'm no. loving it. I'm loving it. No, what's up, Rachel? How you doing today? Good, Larry. Good to be on with you. The boys are away, so we get to play. I love it. And that's what I love to do, obviously, if you look behind me, folks. If you haven't seen me before, my name is Larry Roberts, and I am here with Rachel today. And we are going to bring you today's episode of the PodMax Podcast. Welcome to the PodMax Podcast. Nice. All right. Yeah. I love it. That was beautiful. The, that that nice little transition there from the announcement into the actual podcast. This is tremendous. So I'm really excited, Rachel, and it's a pleasure to be here with you. We've just recently met. We have. I know. I feel like we're I feel like we're old souls, though. I feel like I've known you forever, Lair. Well, you just can have all those personalities. You can call me Lair. You can call me whatever. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I used to one of the jobs I had as a kid. They called me Lair Bear. Oh, I'd no, go to I'm work sorry. every day, and the manager would call me Lair Bear. I, I don't think they could do that these days. No, I, don't I think, think that's so. some kind of harassment. Yeah, you don't you don't shake that too easily. <laughs> but if you sound like you're doing well, and we're we're over Lair Bear. Okay, I won't call you Lair Bear. Larry, <laughs> it is. <laughs> so, man, this is great. We're we're here as you said before we uh, we got started. The guys they are off and they are doing their Podmax thing, uh, reaching out, growing the brand learning more they're doing everything they can to co consistently grow and improve podmax and everything that they bring to the table for us and we are here today to talk about a variety of different topics that would normally i mean there's segments right there's segments to this show tell us how it's yeah. done rachel all right so first we're going to talk about pro in the know and we have some exciting things so all right first of all larry would you ever pay for a podcast personally yeah eh, probably not no well, this just in, there's a big announcement from Apple that they're changing the way their podcasts run, changing the, the podcast platform. So there's a new software update. It's like, it seems like we're on the bajillionth update by now, but it's 14.6 for those of you who are keeping up. And this puts a subscription option live on Apple Podcasts. Hmm. What do we think about that? You know, it, it's, it's not something that's entirely new. Subscriptions for podcasts, it's been around. I mean, there are third-party applications out there, kind of like Patreon, that act as a paywall for your podcast and the content that you create. So having this paywall in place really isn't a new concept, but it is a new concept from the large corporate perspective. From the big boys, yeah. yeah. And I'm sure, you know, Patreon's not going to be too happy when they hear that Apple is kind of taking what they're doing. But I don't know. I still feel like there's a lot of people out there who, number one, don't listen to podcasts. Where are they? What are they doing? You need to jump on board. But that maybe want to dip their toe in the water and wouldn't necessarily pay for one more thing because we're already paying for so much. Like what, what do you, what kind of subscriptions do you have? What kind Personally. of subscriptions do I not have is really what it amounts to. You know, we have to go through the You're bank account bad. every once in a while and go, are we double dipping for HBO? Are we paying twice for we Showtime? Yes. Yeah, we've done it too, man. That's I know. Why? It's for insane. So, so, yeah. Okay. So you, you've got it all. It pretty much. Now, I feel like 
I don't know. I don't know if I would do it. It's going to be an easy thing on Apple because a lot of people have, you know, Apple products to just click that button and subscribe. I think most of the time we don't, we don't even know what we're subscribed to, right? You, you get your bill. You're like, yeah, oh, exactly. wait, hold on a minute. What, when did I click that? Um, but I have to say, I pulled my book club, Larry. I pulled them. I said, would you pay for a podcast platform? And most of them said no. But what would be the, the benefit to a listener to subscribe? Well, there's a variety of benefits because, you know, I, I know a lot of podcasters that are already using Patreon and they're making some pretty decent cash doing it. Okay. A, a lot of podcasters, they come into the game and they're wondering, you know, how can I monetize my podcast? Well, and yeah. having a paywall like this in place can help you do exactly that. So it, it's up to you as the content creator, though to come up with ways and entice your listeners to want to pay for either additional content, episodes that aren't published outside okay. of the paywall. Maybe they have access to archived episodes. Maybe they have access to unedited episodes. You know, right, maybe sell you have me. a- Sell me, come on, sell I, me, I'm, sell me I'm working on it. Maybe you have some episodes where they're a little blue. You know, maybe the content isn't exactly what you would put out there for your average listener, but they wanna they wanna hear some behind the scenes type action. You could put those episodes out there. Uh, a lot of podcasters will also use this uh, as an opportunity to give early access to new content. Right, so like there's there's a ton of different ways that you can leverage this and monetize your show. But again, now you're seeing the big media moguls get involved. They're understanding that, hey, these independent podcasters that are out here, they're doing this already. They're getting a significant piece of this pie and we, the greedy ones, are missing out. So how do we get in on this? And I think that's they what we're seeing right now. Yeah. Exactly. I mm -hmm. think that's what we're seeing right now with Apple introducing their platform to do the exact same thing. Well, you know, I first got into podcasting through Apple because they made it very easy. Like my friend was like, oh, listen to this podcast. And I was like, well, it's a podcast. Where, how do we get to it? And, you know, it's right there on your phone. So it's very easy to get to. It's very easily accessible. Um, so, yeah, I think people might be clicking. Although we have guys uh, like you mentioned, the big media moguls, um, iHeartMedia CEO Bob Pittman says he believes most creators want to reach as many people as possible and not throw paywalls around their show. No, I, I agree. I've never put a paywall in front of my show. I actually, I've had a couple of shows and I've never attempted that approach on any of my shows. That doesn't necessarily mean that I'm against it though. It's just doesn't fit my particular model. So I do think that there are plenty of opportunities for, for creators to take advantage of this. And I think it may be easier for creators to start leveraging this platform because, again, it's native to the iOS device. It's native to iTunes now. Yes. They don't have to use a third party. They don't have to go through, get another account with another company and manage all their- I don't want their, another nothing. I don't want another login, another exactly, anything. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Everything's centralized. Everything is right there. It's home base. And I think it's probably easier and will instill more confidence in the listeners that they could go ahead and pay for this show. And going through someone like Apple gives you the buyer confidence that you need in order to go ahead and move forward with that purchase or that subscription. It does. I mean, how many things through Apple are we already subscribing to, right? Now, what about, um, how do you think this is going to affect their buddies over at Spotify or Audible? I mean... I, I listen to both. I do audiobooks and sure. podcasts. Um, so I, I don't necessarily consider them 
you know, like fighting each other there, but definitely Spotify. You think Spotify is going to jump on board? Oh, I have no doubt. hundred percent. Spotify is yeah. going to jump on board as well. I mean, if we, if we look at it right now, Spotify has rushed out of the gate and they're already gaining ground on Apple and iTunes. As far as podcast subscription goes, Spotify's number two right now. Of course, Google's number three, but they are way, way back there. We yeah. may see that change over time. There's rumors they're going to revamp their entire podcast platform. So we'll see how that plays out. But I have no doubt. And there's already been rumors floating around that Spotify is going to do the exact same thing. Man, I think it's going to be something of the past. Like, do you remember when all of the things out there were free? Remember when podcasts <laughs> were free? Remember when information just was out there and you could have access to it? I don't know about you, but I remember back in the day when you could just stick some rabbit ears on the back of the TV and even the TV was free. <laughs> you know, mom Nobody might say, Larry, go there and hold that left rabbit ear and, and bring in that sit. We can't get channel eight. Go ahead and hold on to that while I watch the news. But the thing is, it was, it was free. So you do what you do, right? Mm -hmm. I grew up in the middle of nowhere. So we didn't have cable until I was like 10 years old and we had to, you know, move it around the whole crazy yeah. thing. And then all of a sudden cable came in. It was like, where has this been all my life? <laughs> it's a whole new world. Sure. But, you know, we're in that. We want that information. We want it now. We want to be the on the cutting edge of everything. So, See, and I, I like what you said right there, though. I, I love the fact that you said that, you know, we got cable and our whole world opened up. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where we as creators need to understand that just because this paywall is now available, doesn't necessarily mean it's a direct path to instant monetization. Mm, good point. We still point. have to create content that people are willing to pay for. And I think that's where a lot of the disconnect comes into play. People think, oh, I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll jump on Patreon and I'll put a paywall in front of my show. Okay. And then all of a sudden, everyone's just going to come flocking to me and listen to my show. No. And I can quit my job and now I'm a full-time podcasting and entrepreneur and this is great. This actually it, brings up a really good point. So is the bar going to be higher for the hosts? Oh, I think so. A hundred percent. I mean, look at, <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble, Eric, Josh, I love oh, you guys, but oh. I got to say clubhouse, look at clubhouse. They just started the creator first program and yes. now the creator first th they're getting paid. Right. And, and it's the same thing, but those create those creator first applicants that got chosen as creators on the platform. Yeah, they are above and beyond your average creator. That doesn't mean that the average creator doesn't have a chance. That just means that we need to step our game up and get out of that average space and go ahead and start creating content that far exceeds the average expectation that Absolutely. entices people to jump on board and pay us for that content. Oh, man, we could talk about this all day. But you know what I'm really excited about? What? Build it and they will come. Well, let's build, build. It. I cut you off there. We were so excited. We could talk about that all day. But it's okay. And they will come. Larry, what are we talking about? Well, we're, we're going to talk about building, mm -hmm. right? We're going to talk about building uh, our, our talent. Yes. Tell <gasps> us more about that, Rachel, because that is definitely your wheelhouse. That is my new lane. Um, we have a new platform, with Podmax Talent, which is so exciting because for a lot, you know, many people who know us, know our brand, know that we've been doing these Podmax events that are so successful, right? I know you've participated in a bunch of them where uh, we have amazing, uh, basically like experts in so many different fields, right? And then we have our amazing hosts, such as yourself, and we marry the two together. So we 
we create this amazing medium for people to get onto shows and it's great PR. It's hey, anything that we can do to get on, put on our social media and get out in front of people and get in front of clients in a different way is a win, right? So we've taken PodMax talent and kind of created that same idea. So we have amazing experts and we are being, oh, I'm being their talent concierge and um, marrying the brands together and, and getting them some really awesome exposure on great shows such as yours. Right? Yeah, I mean, it's a perfect it. opportunity for individuals that want to grow their brand, grow their business, target their ideal listeners, which in turn may end up being their ideal clients as well. Absolutely. So Absolutely. I, I think we can't, I don't think we can stress it enough how valuable podcasting as a tool can be. I mean, it there really are so is. many and benefits think, to it. I'm sorry. Absolutely. To and no, but it's, it's really cool because, you know, it's a, it's a chance to really tell your story um, to a, a different audience. Uh, people, like you said, you can target your audience, but people, they want to hear about the person. You know, a lot of times when we have, you know, great real, realtors or finance people, they're talking about one thing. With podcasting, we get into the whole person. We get to know who they are. We get to know what makes them tick. We we get to hear um, just crazy stories from them. And I think that is really where the connection happens with your end client. You know, they want to know who you are, what you do, rather than just, you know, just about your company. So so it's been it's been a fun journey. I, I get to talk to some really interesting people. And uh, um, the experiences that you've had at the PodMax events, I'm sure you've interviewed some of our great talent. Oh, definitely. I mean, I, th I think I've been to, I think the joke last time was I've been to 18 events. I think there's <laughs> only been like 13, but it feels I've been to every one, every one of the virtual PodMax events. I've been there and I've established some tremendous relationships that far exceeded any of my expectations. And not only that, man, I've I've been able to go on if as a guest, I've I've only guested one time, but oh, it was so what? cool. Yeah, I've always been a host. I've always talked to folks, but I thought, you know what I need to do? I need to go through and I need to feel this experience from the other That's side great. as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was so uplifting and it was so great to be able to go on these podcasts and simply tell my story and simply be myself. And I think that's what's so critical as someone that's going on podcast as a guest is to be sure that when you go on, you just go on and you express your talent, you express your person, you be yourself and you maintain that genuine, that genuine yeah. appearance. And yeah. you don't put on airs, you don't put on a show, you don't put on a mask, go there, be yourself, express yourself, Tell people who you are, tell them your story, and let people get emotionally invested in what you have to say. You're and good. I promise you, you're going to reach a tremendous audience. And whether you, you're podcasting, it doesn't matter what your purpose is. You're going, to, you're going to accomplish that because you're making these real, genuine connections. If you just want to get your story out, if you think your story is inspirational and can help others, by all means, go on, share that story. If you have a brand that you're building and you want to build that brand and you have a story to tell behind that brand and how that brand can help other Great. people tell that story. If your business, if you're a professional podcaster and podcasting and content creation is what you do, get out there and create that content, help the host grow, help yourself grow and help the oh. audience grow based on the content that you're creating.
Podcasting is exactly what you need. It's the perfect vehicle to accomplish all of those goals. And you can do that through PodMax Talent. And you know what? You just brought me to church. Preach it. It's so true. <laughs> and you know what? So many times people feel like, oh, I have to be polished and prim and proper. And I don't know exactly what to do or how. Just be you. There's only one you. There's only there's only one Larry, right? Thankfully. There's only one Rachel. And uh, telling that unique story and and really having that vulnerability. Um, like here we are. You know, we're not perfect. We're not. It's okay. People want to hear real. There's so much BS out there that we have to cut through. And this really helps to kind of get to who you are, who you uniquely are. So you said it perfectly. Yeah, I mean, and I think that's the key. Is <laughs> bring me on, I'll be a spokesperson. No, I, I think that's the key, man. Is is people get on these podcasts and they clam up and they get they, they're afraid to tell the story or they're afraid they're going to say something wrong or they're afraid they're going to stutter or yep. they're going to forget okay. a word or they're going to get lost. You saw me just a minute ago. I I I got tongue tied. I yep, talk fast. Happens. Sometimes I get tongue tied. It happens. Not a big deal. Passion just get out there. Exactly. Passion. Exactly. And passion people respond. Isn't tied up in a perfect bow not at all and people respond to that passion and that emotion and as long as you get on a podcast or as a host you host that podcast with that same passion and that same inspiration people are going to feel it and they're gonna it's gonna resonate with them and they're gonna continue to follow you throughout your journey absolutely and then you can get on apple Podcasts and charge a great fee and make millions and you'll be a bajillionaire in no time I mean, just look at me and Rachel. <laughs> oh, man. You know, okay, so one thing that we're doing differently, too, um, is we're doing uh, a lot of video pitching with, with PodMax Talent. So this is really cool because our the, the potential hosts get to see and really ha have that relationship with a potential guest before they get on the show. So we're, I'm, I'm sending all these video emails out, right? That's kind of the future rather than just, here's a one sheet about somebody with just one dimension. Like they want to, they want to see, they want to understand how somebody talks, how somebody moves. And I'm, I'm having a lot of really, really good traction with video messaging that that's the key. Yeah, I mean, video just helps drive that message home, right? I mean, we're Absolutely. seeing a resurgence in audio and audio only media, but that video that helps us make that connection because now we're triggering a variety of senses. We have our auditory senses. Yeah. We see it. We can feel it. We understand the person and we get a better idea of how they're going to fit on our show or how they could be a fit for your show. So it works out perfectly that way. And that's definitely the differentiator in this particular space. You know, helping people get on podcasts, that's nothing new. There are plenty of services right. out there that do that, but they do it in a very, as Rachel already mentioned, generic fashion. It's very hey, robotic and it's, there's no real relationship behind it. So um, we hope that this, you know, connects with people. It's all about the connection. Everybody wants more connection. After the year that we had, we need more connection than ever. So the technology is there. You know, we have to, we have to leverage that, all these great programs that are out there. Most Such definitely. a next talent. Most definitely. Mm -hmm. I'm excited about it. Me too. Cool deal. Yeah, they should reach out to me. So Call next me. up, we're going to talk about have you ever. Have you, have you ever. I have got to get better at those transitions. I think I got cut off the last two. So. <laughs> have you ever. I like that. They're catchy. They're very catchy. I like No, them. very, very catchy. I just, my timing's off just a little bit. See, yeah, folks, that fine. goes right back to what right. I just said.
Be you. Be you. Be you. Be you. Be yourself. So, be yourself. What are you doing? Have you ever have you ever done that before? I've never. Oh, actually, yeah, it's from a movie. Google it's it. It's from a movie. Whoever it's can interesting. comment and knows what movie it's from is the winner. Larry, have you ever used a Sonic brand? Not intentionally. Ooh, talk. Not to intentionally. Me. You know, it's funny because just uh, I think it was yesterday, as a matter of fact, I was talking with Eric, who normally hosts this wonderful show. And he was talking somewhat about audio branding because he had done an impression of someone. And, he, and I was like, oh, my God, that is spot on. And so not uh, not knowing really that that was an audio brand, he goes, hey, do you want to hear what your audio brand is? And I said, what? No. And he goes, and I know exactly. You're like, oh, here it comes. Uh, yeah, they're going to here we go. But no, he goes, every time something great happens, you go, that is tremendous. That is so amazing. That is and I go, tremendous. Oh my God, that's exactly what I say. So yes and no. Yes, obviously I do have a Sonic brand, which would be, that's tremendous. That mm -hmm. is amazing. But I didn't realize it was a Sonic brand at it's the time. Thing. It is a thing. Many, well, a lot of companies have been using them for years. So such as, ready, I'm going to play a little song. Um, NBC, and I heard this. I believe it to be true because it works out. But NBC was owned by General Electric Company, which is on the piano. It's G-E-C, the notes. Tell me mm -hmm. if this sounds familiar. NBC, which is which are the notes. G-E-C. That's pretty cool. It makes me want to go to sleep because I remember as a kid, you know, they would sign off. They don't do that anymore, <laughs> folks. But when I was a kid, the channels would sign so off. Funny. And at the very end of the night, you could... Like, like, oh man, that's my cue to go to bed. I don't yeah, want to. It's, it's not that time. But yeah, exactly. Everybody knows that. And I mean, there's a ton Ew. of them that are out there. You got, what was it? The uh, I'm loving it, right? Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. There it is right there, right? Uh -huh. Okay, what are some other ones? Um, oh, Red Robin. Oh, Red. <laughs> everybody knows Red Robin. Wait, you know the ending. Okay, ready? Red Robin. Uh, yum. You got to do the yum. Oh, yum. yum. I, like, you lot, I was like, oh my gosh, I do. Wait, I'm in Texas. We don't have very many Red Robins. Here. Oh, okay. but I do know it. I do know it, but mm. I, I dropped the ball. I'm sorry. That's what happens yeah, when Red you go Robin live, folks. East Coast. It's an right East Coast. Right there. Thing. That's that's live yeah. podcasting for you right hey. there. Okay, well, you know what? Another, <laughs> another Sonic brand that I resonate with, as a yeah, matter of fact, me. was, you know, as a kid, I loved Transformers. Oh, and God. the very first time, and I didn't even realize it was Sonic branding, but anytime you hear... It takes me back, and I'm like eight years old again. I'm 10 years old again. I'm loving it, and I'm sitting there. I remember the first time I went and saw the Transformers movie, that you know, the new Michael, I say new, the, the Michael Bay movies, and the first time in Optimus Prime said, roll out. And I heard that. I was like, oh, and I almost started crying. I mean, it was just, it, that is the impact of a Sonic brand. Yes, to create that emotion, right? And that's the idea behind a Sonic brand. For someone to hear something and not have any, you know, you could play that for me out of context, even if we weren't talking about this. And I would know that was the Transformers. Thing. Yeah, I mean, it's it's so original, it's so unique, it's so spot on, and it resonates because if you ever watched the cartoon as a kid, and even the movie now, yeah. you hear, and you are ready to roll out. That's all there is to it right there, man. It's tremendous. Yeah. I'm back oh, to like seven-year-old Rachel with crazy bangs and buck teeth, and that's where I am right now. Mm -hmm. <laughs>
robots in disguise. Mm-hmm. Oh, but th- look, boom, you're still going. That's a tremendous. <laughs> I, I mean, see right there. Tremendous. I love it. I, tremendous. I said it twice. I said it twice. So I love it. It just goes I'm to show the it. impact that you have there. So what can people do as podcasters, as content creators, Rachel? Because this is definitely what you do for a living. Yes. You're a voiceover artist and a teacher and a coach. So what can people do to hone in on their sonic branding? Well, you have to remember that your voice is your instrument. You know, a lot of times people people think, oh, I don't play an instrument. But your voice is your instrument. And that is the first thing, um, you know, for a podcast where people aren't necessarily watching. They're hearing you to really, to really reel them in. And how many times have you been listening to a radio show when you get so sucked into these beautiful melodic voices, but then... But then maybe you see them and you're like, oh, I had a different image in my mind. <laughs> but your voice is very important. It's, it's so powerful. So to really make sure that you take care of your instrument, lots of water. Um, I, even, I even do vocal warm-ups before I'm doing a voiceover. So see, I'll no, do all I've, these- I've heard that. I've heard do, to do that. But you for some done. reason, I just don't. Yeah, I feel kind of silly going into my studio and going Faso la dore. I don't even know how. I don't even know the words. But you know, I feel I'm, I'm in here just doing all these 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 octaves and the, this vocal range. And, yeah. I, and I know my wife's in the next room going, "What is that idiot doing now?" You know. <laughs> oh, okay. Ready? All right, we'll do it together. All ready? Right. Here's a good one. All right, um, mommy made me mash my so I'm not going to make you do that, but that's that's like over the top. That's for singing. Uh, mommy made me wash my M&Ms. Mommy made me mash my M&Ms. For mash all my the, M&Ms. For all of the theater people out there, they, that's one that's like everybody does. No, but even little things like just, okay, this is ridiculous, but going okay. like. <laughs> can you do this? Can you do it? Try it. Not without. <laughs> See, okay. There are more muscles in the face than anywhere else. So to make sure that you're relaxed is really important. Um, even just taking some really, really deep breaths and, and blowing out that breath for as long as you can, like a that kind of stuff. Number one, it helps to relax you. It helps to, to warm up your voice. Um, and then also making sure, oh, I totally forgot what I was going to say. I'm so excited about that. Um, oh, making sure that you're, you're speaking from the right place. A lot of times people will talk from here, you know, they're very, they have that fry in their voice and I naturally have a little bit of fry in my voice, but I really pull it back. So if you're doing, okay, say you're, you're on multiple shows and you are just, I don't know, you're either hosting all day or you're on multiple shows. If you're constantly talking like this, by the end of the day, you're going to be shot. Just like Adele, she had to get vocal cord surgery because she wasn't singing from the right place. It's the same with speaking. So really treating your voice like an instrument. um, Sometimes those are a couple of little learned things that you can do to protect your brand. Yeah, and I think a lot of people don't understand that, especially speaking from the right place. You really want to get into that diaphragm as compared Mm -hmm. to just sitting here at the base of your throat and simply vibrating your vocal cords. You want to work on that breath technique. You want to work on where that voice is coming from and where you're speaking from. And as podcasters, content creators, videographers, whatever it may be, you're presenting yourself, not just if you're on video, not just visually, 
but that sound and the way you resonate with your audience makes all of the difference in the world. And, you know, that's one of the things that I try to focus on when I'm podcasting is I try to introduce a range of vocality, meaning I don't just talk in one tone all the time. And I'll, I, I'm not always just talking really, really fast. No, because that's boring. Nobody wants to hear that. They exactly. want to hear a variation. So um, really taking people on a ride of your your dynamics. It's the use of dynamics, basically. Your, your louds and your softs, it really helps to draw people into what you're saying. Because if you're constantly down here, Larry, we're going to put people to sleep. But if I'm like, oh my gosh, Larry, you're never going to believe what happened. Then, you know, you draw people in. So it's, it's, it's placement, it's uh, dynamics, it's so many things. And if this is something that's totally new to you, um, then again, we should talk. You should call me because <laughs> this is very important. Thank you, Marissa. <laughs> <laughs> Marissa Tomei is who that reminds My me of. My biological clock is ticking like this. Actually, the clock is ticking, Larry. You need to do a little <laughs> recap of what the heck we just talked about. I could listen to that all day. Honestly, I love Marissa Tomei. So when you do that impression, I'm just like, oh, that is so great. That is amazing. But seriously, <laughs> vocality is so key and, and audio branding and sonic branding is so critical, especially in the content creation space. So yes. take time to step back, look at your technique, look at how you're approaching your vocal, your, your vocal range and your vocality. Make sure that you understand how to use it properly and to vary your approach each and every time draw people in and then wake them up and then lure them back in mm -hmm. but watch out for that monotone presentation because wow. it can be very difficult for people to want to stay and listen to your podcast if you're just monotone and if they're driving you could be doing them a disservice you right? could be putting them in danger <laughs> you maybe you may be just zoning them out and next thing you know they're crossing that center line and they're waking up and it's not because of your voice <laughs> oh my gosh oh my gosh it's so true we got to be careful with that and even just in in anything. I mean, this translates to all different fields. You don't have to necessarily be be on a podcast or hosting a podcast, even if you're giving a presentation. Sure. You know, even hey, even if you're on the in the dating world, I don't know where people are. You don't want to just present yourself in one level. You want to have that dimension and and that excitement in everything that you do, right? Important Energy, stuff. emotion, variation all of that is so critical mm -hmm. when you're working on that sonic branding and it all comes into play for each and every one of us that are content creators yep so what have we talked about we covered a lot of stuff today man we talked about apple introducing their paywall subscription mm -hmm. services for podcasters and podcasting channels whether to or not pay or not to pay that is the question <laughs> <laughs> I'm still not going to do it. I'll probably do it. I say I'm not going to do it, but I'll probably do it. No, I mean, it's it's a great opportunity, and it's, especially for content creators that are creating enough content to justify it. So there's right. just def, there's mm. you're going to have to weigh it before you jump on board. Make sure that you sit there and you plan that out. Plan out that approach. See if it's something that is even viable for you as a content creator, because you're not just putting a paywall in front of your content. Now you're taking on a responsibility to fulfill the expectations of those that are subscribing oh, okay. and paying for that content. Yes, because there's so, a lot of people out there who just dabble in the podcast, you know, thing, and then they're like, oh, this isn't really for me. So, uh, and um, Apple is going to be taking 70%. Yeah, we, they're going to leave you with 30%. That. that stings, man. That stings. 70%. It's like, here I you know. go. Thanks, Apple. I'll take my 30%. That's right. Well, you know, it is what it is. 
they can do it because they're Apple. Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. Good old corporate America. Take it over. Take it so, over. All right. So we, we talked about? about build it, build it, and they will come. We talked about some good old Podmax talent and how important exactly. that is to just tell your story and get out there. What a better place to do it than with us. The Podmax, the Podmax brand that people know and love. Exactly. I mm -hmm. love it. I, I, I'm loving it. And which brings us to our last thing that we talked about. <laughs> our Sonic brand. I'm loving it. I mean, I feel like there are so many more that we didn't even touch on. There are, there, there really are. I think, what, what did we do the JG Wentworth? Did we do that one? Or what was the what's the one that you always watch? Okay, I used to watch Jerry Springer. I'll be honest, confessional. <laughs> oh, <he was> a <laughs> guy. And, and it, yeah, I was that one guy that was keeping him on the air. That's me, just that one guy. So, <laughs> not the millions and millions of others. But he always had those 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 commercials that they all had that audio branding and they stuck in your head and you would get oh, yeah. I would get mad. Um, Empire. Um... Five eight eight two three hundred and five. I don't even remember the numbers. I haven't. I haven't seen that commercial. I don't even know how long. Well, I, I was thinking of JG Wentworth. One eight hundred. Get cash now. Get cash now. Did you ever see that yeah, one? Well, isn't it it's like a kind of like get cash now? Oh, I don't know. It, it, they varied. It, they went from they did an opera version. They did a hip hop version. They did all these, but it was all about JG <laughs> Wentworth. Get cash now. So all those man, all those Smart. Sonic branding. They stick with you. Yeah. They wake you up at 2 a.m. and you were just livid. I, I know I would be. I'd be laying there listening to, and that, that, those commercials would be going <laughs> through my head. And I'm just like, I just want to go to sleep. Empire. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, I would love for people to comment in the comment section. Oh, to most tell definitely. All of the annoying Sonic brands. But, hey, guess what? The Sonic brand did their job if you can just rattle it off and not even think about it, right? Um, HBO Dolby. Netflix. Oh yeah, HBO. Remember the HBO oh. as it would fly in through the city? And again, I'm, oh, I, here I am dating myself, going back in the 80s. But yeah. when the movie would come on on HBO and at night, especially, they would do the HBO logo and it would fly through the city and do. Da -na 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 -na. <laughs> See, I know it right there. I know the whole song, and I haven't heard it in decades. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my gosh, Larry, it has been a pleasure talking with you. And it is my that's my one of my voiceover voices. It's no, been I can a tell. pleasure nice. talking with you. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Rachel. It has been a pleasure talking with you as well. And I cannot <laughs> wait to fun. hear what Todd and Amber have for us Yeah, in what's this very next section. Todd and Amber, jump on. Yo, what's going on, guys? What's hey. up, guys? I hate what to do doing? this. I hate to do this to everyone listening, but the one you didn't say is the 1-800-CARS-FOR-KIDS. <gasps> I was trying to stay away from Yeah, that. I'm I sorry, but I mean, I will flip the radio off so quick when that comes on as soon as I can, but that might be the one that is the stickiest earworm of them all. Cause they Somebody give it, it. I, I can't even think about it. Cause I don't even want to say I don't even know what uh, it is. 1-800-CARS-FOR-KIDS. Yeah. And then it just keeps going. It's like yep. the song that, that never that's ends. It. The whole, yeah, that's it. That's this must thing. be an East Coast thing. It's got to be. It's got to be, Amber. I'm right there with you because I don't think we had that in Texas. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. Nope. Right, well. I, 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 it makes no sense to me. Yeah, if you're looking uh, if you're looking for some annoying sounds to get stuck in your head, you you can go Google cars for kids and, and see. I'm it. sure it's I'm Don't sure it's on YouTube it. or it's something. A it's bad. Program. But yeah, it is. It's, it's a great <laughs> program. It's a great program. Did I sense some sarcasm in your voice, Rachel? 
Well, no, I, I mean, it no, really, I, I mean, the money does go to, like, you know, some kind of donation. But. Is it a charitable? I was trying to yeah, figure out Yeah, it's a charity. Where... It's some kind of charity. Got it. I was trying to yeah. figure out where kids and cars connected yeah. because it yeah. made no sense to me. Yeah. Like, are, are we proactively selling vehicles, like, 18 years <laughs> in advance? I'm not sure how this works. No. <laughs> Thanks for clearing that up. Yeah, for it's one dollar a day, you, too, can provide a well, oh, speaking of great programming, Amber, what do we got coming up? I'm super excited to dig into this because frankly, I'm just going to sit back and like take in all the knowledge that Todd has mm -hmm. for us this week about being able to take your influence off of um, relying on social media and be able to build your own email list, be able to have control of um what, what your audience sees. Obviously, um, with Facebook, it's very algorithm-like and Todd is going to get into mm -hmm. some recent changes to this algorithm that may affect branding for people who have relied on it heavily and how they can proactively 10 years later start <laughs> digging into building the email list they should and what benefits that has for them. Yeah. Similarly to how Apple's taking 70% of the cut, uh, if you want to charge people, you know, they're also basically forcing everyone to build your own audience. And that's what we're all about in the podcast community in the pod max podcasting community is building your audience, right? Um, so that you have attention and relationships with people. And uh, Apple has dropped the hammer from a data privacy standpoint, and they're forcing us to follow the advice that uh, some people have been giving for like 15 years. <clears throat> <laughs> Somebody being, right? And then and then we're going to get into some of the mindset topics that go on for why people hear this advice and then they don't necessarily take action um, and what we can do to start to put those habits into place so they can start seeing the progress that they should in their business and their podcast. Yep. 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 So for everybody, if you want to follow along with that, that's the On Air Brands podcast. Season three, episode 10 will be today's show. Love it. We'll be there. Awesome. That's good info. We all need that. Yeah. I wish I had to listen to that info a long time ago, to be honest with you. Don't you we know? all? Don't we yeah. all? You, yeah. Yep. I Sometimes I feel like I would still like, even now I feel like it's still coming up and I'm like, oh, I don't need that. And then 10 years later, the, the conversation we had last week where I told Todd that um, Google Docs was the way of the future and he laughed at me because <laughs> I've never used it. Like this is the first time I've ever used Google Docs consistently. And he's like, this is not the future. Like, you're missing about like 10 years. Hey, you know, it's never too late. You're there. No, right? That's what they yeah. tell me. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's my future. I, I feel like there you go. There you go. <laughs> right? We're all on our own journey. I feel like in technology, there is definitely a too late. <laughs> awesome, guys. Well, we can't wait to check you out. Awesome. Yeah, most definitely. Thanks, Todd. Thanks, Amber, for coming by and telling us what we have coming up next. And uh, I'm excited to be there. I'm excited to be a part of it and watch it. I know I'm going to learn something because I, I do. I have that regret where I go, man. Yeah. If only, if only I had started building my own audience. But, you know, I think we have such a reliant society that we rely on all these services and these goods to kind of almost do the work for us. Yep. But that's just not how it's going to work in the long run. And for those of us that are wanting to branch out and be entrepreneurs and be content creators full time and maybe walk away from that corporate America job that we all love so much, love in quotes there, folks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so this is going to be a great lesson. And I I know it's going to provide a lot of value for each and every one of the listeners. So thanks, Todd, for coming on. Amber, thank you for coming on and sharing that with us. And we'll definitely check it out. Yeah, you got it. 
And uh, we'll take it away here. Rob, you want to cue in and let's hear from our great PodMax community about what we have going on. I think everybody kind of knows or has a feeling that podcasting is like a thing, you know, um, it's just a matter of how it gets incorporated into their business, into their story. Where else can you get on an event, like in person or online and have like this collection of people, any person that this group and this community attracts just like brings it. There is no community like the PodMax community, oh. guys. I love PodMax. I love everything about this environment, this family, and every one of these events. It's just tremendous. This is our fifth time here, and every time it just gets better and better. I mean, the relationships, the format of the event, and the opportunities to put us in front of people like David, for example. So we're always open to having deeper and more meaningful conversations one-on-one -on -one with each and every one of you to say, all right, how do we help each other? We're all in the same game here. It's life, right? Let's just do it as best as we can and have a blast doing it. I am just like living off the energy from my two interviews this morning, getting pumped for my third interview. There was just a lot of personality that was brought. There was a lot of deep conversations that I wasn't anticipating. It just created magic. Are you an entrepreneur? Apply now to be a podcast guest at podmax.co.